So this is BSing with Sean K. I'm your host, Sean Neese. The K is silent. And on this show, I talk with people pursuing their creative and intellectual passions and living outside the box. And on this episode, I have uh, Beatrice Sniper. And she does, uh, she does makeup effects and uh, special effects, too, for, um, for, for a lot of horror movies. You do it for and a lot of other. And you've worked on music videos as well. And you've worked with... Uh, trauma right you work with trauma yeah. films yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, i've had uh renata on the show who also like she did make uh makeup for uh yeah. trauma yeah, so we're all on the same set yeah and uh so why don't you just uh i guess tell us more about yourself and how you guys start with everything you're doing um well uh originally i was going to school for computer animation and visual effects um i didn't really grow up watching film or interested in film. Um, I was actually, I grew up in like a very closed off uh, community. So I didn't really watch a lot of TV or watch a lot of movies. Um, And then when I was going to school, we were required to take an elective class. uh, And the class I chose was called Introduction to Makeup for Film and TV. I thought that was an easy A, why not? So I took it out of curiosity. And then that kind of like redirected my life and I really loved it and it's just something I've been teaching myself ever since um it was like a very basic class so it was like cuts bruises um old age straight makeup so it was like a really nice introduction that kind of like opened a whole new world to me like a whole new world (laughs) (laughs) um but you know what it's so fun and it's like it's one of those things that like you never stop learning because there's so much there's so many different techniques. There's so many things to know. So many, every project is different. So it's always keeping you on your toes. And there's like a lot of science behind it. So it's like an art and a science. So it's kind of, it's really fun, honestly, just to kind of like be given these really cool challenges and you have to kind of find your own technique and your own way how to achieve it. So, and it's cool because you get to be part of the film industry. So it's even more awesome. Yeah, and that's interesting because usually people say like, "Oh, I watched this film and that film and that inspired me," but you just kind of fell into it through the, the classes and, like, doing it. This way, yeah, it was yeah. very random. I wish I started earlier, but like because I started later, like now I'm slowly like watching all these films that I had to watch. Quarantine helped, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, and like just kind of learning everything uh, about all these films. I'm like collecting all these articles, watching all these videos online um, and just always learning, always finding different ways to do things. And and it's just it's a whole it's a really cool world. It really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm still catching up on like uh, movies from like the last 10 years or so. And I'm uh, like a yeah. acting and I, I mean, I, I, uh, I have some scripts I'm writing too, but I've done more like acting as far as work and like editing work, but like uh, I'm still catching up on some of the ones of the past. I feel like I kind of fell behind like 2010s on, but. <laughs> That's fine. I feel like they haven't been making any good horror movies recently, like not too many, but like. Yeah. The Lighthouse was pretty good though. The Lighthouse was great. I think yeah. that was more like a thriller um yeah i mean it was kind of it was kind of david lynch like i don't know if you've seen david yeah 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 i felt like i felt like hereditary was one of the biggest good horror movies recently 
I think it was just very like different, and I like that oh, one. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. I've heard good. Ah, it, yeah. you gotta watch it. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, and, and she did uh some other. Oh yeah, Midsummer was the other one. Yeah, they, which, they, was, they, which was similar, but like it was it, Hereditary was was I think it was a better one. Um, Midsummer was great, but um, it was like I like the Hereditary a lot better. Yeah, so, so so I guess horror movies is more like your thing to that, and it became that later on as you did the work, like because you saw um, what went into it. Or a, a horror movies, sci-fi. I like sci-fi a lot, but at the same time, there's also like if the movie has like a good script, I'll be into it. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes it's not even always horror or sci-fi. Sometimes it's like making someone bold, like bald, balder, older, fatter. You know, so it's like yeah. uh, sicker. Um, you know, so it could be a bunch of different effects, you know, like some, uh, sometimes it'll be like um, skin diseases, you know, so it doesn't necessarily always fall under horror. And that's good because it adds, it's like less limitations. Like if you find that someone, an actor is good for a role, like you don't have to, like, but they're a little young or they're a little like whatever, like then you can make them look more the part. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and that's honestly like what I love about my job is that there's a lot of different options that like you know to discuss. Everything is always based on budget, uh, quality, and uh, you know just like how 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 good it is. And how yeah, like they like they did with uh, the penguin, the Colin Farrell and the penguin with the Batman. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what's been like the funnest set you've worked on? I don't like that question because it's like there's a lot of really fun projects and then there's like the the makeup jobs versus like the kind of set that we are so like the, sometimes the people really make it so worthwhile and sometimes the location is just so amazing and incredible and then sometimes the storyline is really cool or like the effects are awesome so everything has a lot of different variants but it's like every project has its own like like beauty to it and like so many memories are created from each like project because like you're among so many creative people and they're all just artists you know and in the industry and it's kind of cool to be on set working with so many talented people it's great yeah i know what you mean it's like having to pick one over the other thing yeah because because honestly like i love like i get a lot of really weird jobs and i love it it's so cool so there's a lot of really really interesting stories and people and and yeah it's it's fun yeah and, and, I, and I feel that way people ask like oh what was your favorite podcast you did because I've done like a hundred something I've yeah done, been, yeah a lot it's of like asking today. what your favorite horror movie is you can't it's an unfair question yeah I, I do like the the original Nosferatu though with the the vampire oh, yeah. The, yeah. that's a classic that's a good one yeah I also liked um well I, I used to watch like a lot of like campier movies it was a movie the driller killer they used to be oh, I heard of it. The, yeah, yeah. yeah with abel ferreira it, it was just kind of like a punk movie i don't know it was like a punk record as a movie it was it was kind of cool about it um, yeah yeah and i still see it referenced every once in a while i see like those obscure movies referenced and like more popular things and there's like oh i get that it's like <laughs> Yeah, that stuff is like our history. It's where we came from, you know. It's I always love it when they throw references in there. Yeah. And so have you like I guess uh what was it like getting started and like have you learned anything from when you started? 
from then till now? Or? Oh my God, I've come a long way. I mean, when you first start out, and I think this is just a generic thing in the film industry, you start off doing a lot of free work. And then once you get the hang of things and you feel a little bit more confident and you know like where, where you fall into place in the film industry, you can start slowly charging and working your way up to get in there. But honestly, it, a lot of it is networking. A lot of it is practicing, like you never stop. A lot of it can be discouraging and it can make you like want to, get like stress you out sometimes but at the end of the day like you're just really happy with what you do and you're always learning something new there's so much that I have yet to learn and just when I thought that like I know a lot I there's so much I don't know and that's the cool thing about like special effects artists is that there is no right or wrong way to go about it you can put like 10 incredibly talented special effects artists in one room and tell them here make me a zombie and then they're all going to do it differently or make me a cut make me a burn everyone's going to do it differently it's just a matter of like technique and result and that's that's the cool part is that there is no right or wrong way it's just how it comes out which is cool it's the interpretation which is awesome yeah and, and do you find that as you get your name out there more like then people start like if they're looking for a specific thing they'll reach out to you because you have a unique style with what you do oh yeah absolutely um you know i i try to keep my standards high and my uh so that way my at least to me my work looks decent um but uh a lot of uh you know, my jobs are through word of mouth, like the referrals through word of mouth, um, you know, and, and just always hustling and trying to keep getting jobs out there. But a lot of it is networking. So if you're like, if people enjoy your presence, your atmosphere on set, and you do good work, and you show up on time, and you have proper set etiquette. And nowadays, little asterisk, you know, you're COVID uh, safe, you know, so um, as long as you keep showing up, you know, you'll, you'll get those jobs which is fun <laughs> yeah, and I, out there. Yeah. And I've heard, and I've heard that said like with, with actors too, like there's some, like they, they're a good actor, but they don't, they're not fun to work with or whatever. So they don't, they might pick someone who's not as good of an actor because they, they'd rather well, work with true. this person. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's also like, you know, in, in the old school, they like artists, like, you know, artists usually have to make like a hundred pieces in order for one to get recognized and then eventually like you know what I mean so it's like you just gotta keep working gotta keep doing gotta keep moving up and just doing what you love because you know that's the that's the only thing that you understand <laughs> yeah is there is there still stuff you apply from like when you studied it or is it more like stuff you learned on the different jobs or I'm always learning more like, you know, like recently I was uh, I was just on a job this weekend and I was working with like other makeup artists and like even like on set and I'm working with other makeup artists. I'm always like peeking over, looking how they pack their kit, you know, seeing how like if I can get any ideas of how to improve how I pack my kit or like what colors they use. So that way I can be like, oh, this is interesting. I've never used it before. I'm going to look into it or it's like, you know, I love talking like shop talk with uh, different artists. Um, so it's like, again, I'm always learning something new. There's always new products being released constantly. So it's always new things that I wanna try. Um, and then again, although I've done so much different kinds of makeups, there's also so much that I haven't done yet that I really wanna try. And of course it, it doesn't, it starts off with makeup, but then you start doing like sculpting, molding, casting, airbrushing, body painting, you do carpentry, you do like, and then before you know it, you're doing like hair, like 
hair work, costuming, fabrication, gags. So it's not just like appliances. It's like more than that, you know? So it's like a little umbrella, you know? So there's a lot of responsibilities that fall under special effects makeup artists. Um, I, I wish we had a whole separate name because, you know, that stuff is not like, it's not the first thing you think of when you say makeup artist. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I think that's common, though, on, like, film sets, like, a, a lot of times it helps if you don't just know one thing, but it seems like not everybody, most people don't just do one thing, like, most actors, like, they'll, they'll direct something, or they'll, like, I don't know, it seems like people, like, they they kind of put their hand in different things on it a bit. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, I see that, and I feel like that's necessary nowadays, and uh, just to survive, especially in New York nowadays, you have to have, like, multiple jobs. <laughs> yeah and if you want to stay in the industry like doing work that you're excited about you kind of got to be flexible with like what you're doing it too like, yeah yeah exactly so. exactly and, we, and when you said that uh th there were different like things you didn't try yet with the makeup did you mean like you you wanted to make like an extraterrestrial and you never got to do that or got make got oh, to make, no. Like... oh no there's first of all there's a lot i have like eight like 8,782 projects or something that I want to do and like you know there's always things that I want to create and make but you know time and, and money is always uh not on my side but every single time I do get to make my own projects like when it's quiet time for me like like usually during the winter time for example no one wants to shoot a movie so it's a little bit quiet you know so I have more time to work on whatever I want to work on or if there's a convention I want to I want to create my own character my own monster my own creature so I go extra all out and I'll create the costume I'll create some armor I'll create like a headpiece I'll create like some some props for him to hold so it's it's it goes a little bit more beyond you know what what initially you you thought you're gonna do <laughs> so right. it makes things more more uh I don't know it keeps me on my toes oh you mean like the like the chiller like the horror conventions like yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been to those a while yeah I do remember people dressed up I guess like similar to like Hollywood Comic Con or like how people dress up for that too but yeah yeah, there's actually a like a, a convention in Cali that happens uh, once per year, and then there's like a smaller convention. But anyway, um, and it's it's more like it's called Monster Palooza, and that's where all of the horror people come in. But a lot, very very uh, oriented towards like special effects mostly, and uh, you get to meet and talk with all of the really cool artists, and everyone's always doing these really cool makeups, and it's like you get to see the makeup museum, like all the really cool stuff that people made, and it's like. Ah, there's so much talent in sure. like in this world and there's so much that we have to learn and do. you know what i mean it, it's just so cool to be around people like that yeah i think i think uh is that is that uh similar is that like part of monster mania because that was something i went to well uh, monster mania i feel like is more directed towards like independent films and and okay. like horror collectors whereas this is more like special effects heavy so it's like people go in there to buy a special effects makeup and like you like you will see a lot of really cool props like really cool i don't like it's a really different kind of convention it's so more, it's like a convention for people who work in it kind yeah of. oh yeah it's 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 like they make props they make like it's it's really cool convention um but it's it's like a dark art convention in a weird way yeah, and, and so you have been working on your own set. You also worked on stuff with like, did you work on stuff with Patrick? Who I interviewed Patrick Devani, or you just? 
Yeah, I've, I've turned him into a, a, a character before. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> um, but I have his head in my studio. <laughs> so yeah, I've worked with him several times. He's such a pleasure to work with. And uh, he's one of the people that like, I really, I, I, I get inspired from because like, there's so much passion behind that filmmaking and just like that, that, that magical feeling of just creating art you know, it's, it's addicting to be around people like that, you know, people that are, they're passionate about what they do, you know, it's, it's hard to come by, but once you're like in that kind of mindset, it makes, it makes like, uh, I guess everything so much more worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just have to like get into things. Like even when I did like background work, I meet like a lot of interesting people and like people I interviewed on the show and stuff is just kind of like getting into that. It's like, yeah it's so cool hearing everybody's stories and like even when you're on set on your downtime you can like talk to people and hear everything like where they come from how they got into this like I was just on set and like these these people it was just like I whenever I'm talking like whenever they sit down in my makeup chair it's like my time to talk to them so I try to like kind of like uh, you know talk to them like help them relax a little bit have them like talk about themselves so like these people were like a bunch of wrestlers like professional wrestlers and one dude goes yeah I'm like cousins with the rock I'm like what and he's like yeah like he used to babysit me I'm like wow that's crazy and he would tell me like all these stories about how they grew up or like different sets they were on with like different movies and it's just like I love hearing everyone's stories of like what brought them here yeah I, I, that's what that's been my experience like uh, on like the sets I've worked on like that's always been like the cool like one of the coolest things it's like it's, it's a project working on is neat too and it's cool to see like the end result but it's also like you know while you're there like all the people you meet and everything and yeah the experience of it yeah because it's like everyone at that set has been like affected by film in one way or to another to the point where they're involved in it you know and it's so cool that like you know art brings so many cool individuals together yeah yeah definitely and so you what the projects you did do like like did you get any done like any films you were making or what do you mean oh because you said you were working on like your own projects too oh yeah I do a lot of my own like uh my own independent work so like I have my own studio space so like sometimes when it's quiet I'll like uh, I'll reach out to different models and stuff and I say like who wants to get painted up or makeup and then they come over I do their regular makeup like beauty makeup I take a picture of them and then I do their their whatever I want to do so like body painting or like any special effects anything I wanted to try um, and then I take photos of them. I also do photography and I have like different backdrops. So it's like, I would take professional looking photos of them. So that way it's like my own way of building up my portfolio. And at the same time, kind of like challenging myself and just creating more creatures and monsters and characters. Cause it's fun. Yeah. I guess that's, that's the way to do it. It's kind of like do your own work and then it. Exactly. Up, yeah. So it's like e either you, you find opportunity or you make opportunities, you know, and if there's any way to just do what I love, even if it, it like even if it's just doing doing it for fun to build up my resume why not you know gives yeah. me something to do <laughs> yeah exactly well, well i think anybody who gets into this like you, you gotta enjoy it like without the oh you have to because yeah. you know film industry is not easy i'm sure you understand it's yeah. not easy uh it can be very very stressful um not not just for you but for people around you or the location or like some vibes sometimes don't click you know it can be really really stressful the the um 
the working hours are crazy. Uh, the conditions are intense, but it's like at the end of the day, if you go home, you go to sleep and the next day you wake up and you're like, that was fun. Let's do it again. You know, then, yeah. then you're set. You're set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just kind of like a feeling like, oh, you know, like this, this is, this feels right to do. This is like what I want to do. Like, uh, yeah. Cause at the end of the day, you're happy, yeah. you know, and, and you could, you're proud of what you do. And that's something that not everyone can say. Yeah. And so like you made your own creatures. Do you have like, that, that sounds like that could be interesting. Is So did you make like, there are like names to like what kind of, species they are like make like kind of like i don't know because i'm thinking of like a minotaur or something like that you can make like your own kind of creature i don't know there's a lot of neat things you can do with that kind of oh no a thousand percent i'm usually yeah. uh working towards uh like whatever the client wants me to do um i don't like naming my characters or unless the client names them you know because yeah. I, I just tend to like make a bunch of work and I, I feel like if I name it, I'll get attached to it, but I'm not allowed to get attached to my work because my work is literally, I paint it on and I take it off, you know, so it's like, it doesn't stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I can't get too attached to it. All I can do is just kind of like do what I'm doing, enjoy the process, trust the process and just, you know, learn from, from the mistakes that I see that no one else sees. <laughs> Yeah. And, and what has been like the biggest, I guess, challenge, I guess, with your work? Like? Honestly, like, again, it really depends on the set because every every project can sometimes be very, very challenging. Um, but I think it's it's um, like the addiction to leveling up, just trying to find out the answers, doing the research. I think that's where I get my high from, you know, just trying to find the answers and like testing it out. And then at the end of the day, when you like completed the challenge, you can be like, damn, like now I know how to do this. Now I can say I did. And like, I feel like a lot of my projects have really like you know, because a lot of my work is based on deadlines, it has really pushed me to grow and challenge myself to, you know, add more skills to my criteria, <laughs> I nice. guess. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So like leveling up in the, the, oh, yeah. R, the like, RPG. The, absolutely. The <laughs> like, for, like this one dude asked me, hey, can you make me two costumes in five days? I'm like, I probably won't sleep, but I'll, I'll by, by the time of next week, I'll learn how to use a sewing machine and I have two costumes done, <laughs> you know, so it's fun, you know, and plus we live in, a, in an age right now where we have information readily available at our fingertips. So it's like, you can either sit there on YouTube and you can either watch endless cat videos or you can watch a whole bunch of DIY videos and learn a couple of things. So it's based on how you choose to spend that time, you know? And did you, did you ever have to like, balance like doing that with like a day job or like did you ever um yes and no um like right now I have a current a current day job but it falls under what I do it's like a molding and casting job so we we make a whole bunch of different props uh specifically in, in this case guns so we we mold the gun and then we we cast it so that way it can be used as a prop and everyone can be on set safely um so sometimes I do that and then there are other times I'll be like a technician at another store or so I never really I mostly freelance like even in this job I'm still freelancing but my gigs are always my top priority yeah and well you, you that way I guess you, you stay in the same realm like even with the yeah yeah like yeah. with this job they usually call me in for like a week or two so you know 
sometimes I, I will have random jobs like that. Um, but I'm always finding ways to keep myself busy. Right. And so what do you think of like, do you think like practical effects, like now more CGI is being used or do you think that that kind of is like taking away some of that in some ways or? Um, that's a really good question considering, cause I did go to school for CGI and when I was in school and I was able to see how much it's getting used to the point where most of us don't even know that it's CGI. It's crazy how fast technology is going, but, um, you know, I think it has its pros and cons. Um, there is a lot of, uh, you know, um, movies where they're working, you know, hand in hand, like you'll see like an exploded face. And then the makeup will look amazing. And then like half the face will be green, you know, because we're working hand in hand, we're going to CGI it out, but like it's makeup and the CGI, you know, or like they'll bring a makeup artist on set to do like track marks, you know, so that way they can do motion tracking or like, you know, they recently um, let out an article on the prosthetics magazine uh, with Josh Turry, who's an amazing special effects artist. And he talks about how he was able to 3D print uh, molds and he's able to use that for to for casting certain prosthetics which is incredible you know how it's, it's a whole new world and i think we can learn from each other to work together um and it's giving us more options of different ways how to solve certain problems however you can do it like really poorly because i'm sure we've seen a lot of really bad cgi done um and then we can also i think it really depends on on the director the producer the look that they want you know of uh, whether they want a cgi character or if they don't but um i feel like a lot of independent movies love the practical effects because they like interacting with the creature and stuff and i think it's a it's a different kind of experience than cgi than like interacting with like a man in a green suit right yeah <laughs> yeah it's more like you're in the scene while you're working when it yeah. Comes to, yeah it's it's a different feeling you know it's a different experience well i always thought there was like more of a create like there was more of like a diy like creative kind of aspect to too but i guess with like cgi it is too but i don't know i i always like the idea of practical effects like a bit more kind of oh me too yeah. me too and you can see the details of it and it's just it the, the things that you create it's like it's a part of history man you can't like that's our film history <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't deny that yeah well because I, I think when it what were we gonna say I was like, if you do like a CGI movie, like what props do you get to keep from that? It's all on the computer. It's not, yeah. it's not physical anymore. Well, the experience like isn't as fun like the the green screen. But, I, but the only thing that I kind of, because I'm interested in voice acting. I've done like a couple things, like small things, but like uh, the, is like the motion capture thing looks kind of fun though. Like you're like acting at it and then they put you in the game. You're the character in the game and yeah. Yeah, yeah. motion cool. capture is such a cool thing. Like, I love it. It's really cool. Again, the, the technology is advancing so fast. I feel like within the past 10, 15, 20 years, we've, we've we had like a technological revolution where like so many things advanced and developed. And I can only imagine where we're going to be in like another 10 years. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, especially like even bringing back like actors that die, like in, in Star Wars, like recently bringing back like loose, well, Mark Hamill didn't die, but they made it like the young Mark Hamill in the scene. Yeah. Like it made it look like he was there. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty neat. And like all the camera tricks that people can do, it's really cool. Yeah. So I guess wh where's like your goal of like, do you have like a goal of like where you one day want to be with everything or? 
I think my goal is always to be happy. <laughs> I don't know if, if this is like if I'm going to be doing this in five years or in 10 years, but right now it's something that I enjoy and uh, I, I love it. It's always something that like keeps me motivated and keeps me busy. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I like where it's going so far. <laughs> um, if I ever choose to change it, I'm sure I'll figure it out along the way. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going with the flow. It's helping me. Um, I mean, it's my career. It's, it's what I, it's what I enjoy doing. It's what I, what's part of what I am now, you know? Nice. And, and do you have like other creative things you do as well? Like on the set or just like your main? Outlet? Yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot. So I took up, I, 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 I have like artistic ADD where I just okay. want everything. So like I recently bought like a tattoo machine. So now I can tattoo and stuff. <laughs> and then <laughs> photography, I do photography as well. Um, and then I, uh, during quarantine, I took up like making jewelry, playing with resin. I do resin paintings now. Uh, I, de- I do like interior design. Like this is not a wallpaper. I painted this. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, I was thinking, I was, you th- I, I noticed like the wallpaper in the back, the purple and black, like I had kind of like a neat. Yeah, it's, yeah. I painted it. Oh, no, so you made your own like wallpaper in the room? Or? Yeah. No, it's, I just painted the wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it looks like wallpaper too it's i know like, it does <laughs> it does and then yeah. it's like my, my and then house. you got like frankenstein portrait and then you got a couple other things but yeah oh uh, yeah this is artwork from chet czar so oh, okay. he's a really cool dark artist <laughs> nice. um, but uh, i like decorating my place too so it's 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 fun i just i just always find different projects that i like to do <laughs> so i'm nice. always i'm always finding ways to keep busy nice and I think I was, I was gonna oh yeah I was gonna say that yeah like I, I know what you mean like an artist ADD like wanting to do like everything at once because like yeah. I, I have like a lot of outlets too and stuff like late the past few years I've learned how to narrow it down and like kind of focus on one and stuff um and then sometimes there's just something you're driven to do like like uh like with this podcast I feel like driven to like do it like I feel like I don't know it's just something I need like or with this script I'm working on like, I feel like that's something I need to do. Like, sometimes it's just like intuitive with me. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's, I think that's what separates like real artists from like other people is the fact that like, uh, you know, people need to like blink and they need to breathe and they need to eat. But like with artists, we need to create. So it's like, if you put us on an island somewhere in the middle of nowhere, we're going to find a way to create stuff. And like somehow we need to do it in order to stay sane. So, so I feel like you understand that because it's like, I, I need to do this, you know, otherwise I don't know what would happen to my mental health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Charles Bukowski had kind of like a, a thing he wrote about writing that was kind of like that, like the kind of applies to other outlets too. It's like um, the, the one thing he wrote, like, oh, you want to be a writer. He's like, either like it finds you, like something about like it finds you. It's like, you need to, it was like a similar thing we we're saying, like, to this but it was a neat it was like if you if the, so you want to be a writer it's called but. oh okay yeah yeah I started looking into like making my own movie and I started like buying a bunch of books so I can read into it because again I didn't go to film school but I'm learning everything I need to know on set so it's like it's interesting because it's like as soon as you're in this field long enough you start wanting to create your own imaginary film sets and your imaginary stories and you're just always wondering mm, i wouldn't do that on my film set you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like yeah I, i'd hire her for like a role i have in mind like so you start like taking mental notes everywhere you go 
Yeah. That's that's what some people were telling me while they were doing background, like every day, like mental notes, like you could say, what did I learn today? And like, you can learn about shooting a film just by watching them and everything. So exactly, exactly. And that's the thing. You learn something new every day. Exactly. And any final thoughts or anything like maybe we didn't cover? I don't know. It was a very vague question because there's a lot we didn't cover. <laughs> oh, well, let's go. We, we can we can go into the lots if there's like a lot of in, if there's interest. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if you had any questions that could help me direct in the right answer or discussion. Um. Well, anything else you want to say about your work? Like maybe. To like, well, we went into like what you like the basics of like what you do with the work, but like. Well, and we went into like how you make the creatures and everything. What what got you interested in creatures? Uh, you know what? I just, I really like creatures so much. I like things that are unusual. Like, like I really love the thing, you know? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the makeup effects in that are so cool and amazing. And just seeing that, oh, it's so cool. Just, I don't know. Um, but like, I, I, that's my favorite. I feel like with 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 the horror stuff like with gore it's so easy to hide things with blood which could be a good thing you know um if uh if, if you know depending on how you want to shoot it but i personally love the creatures because i feel there's more you can do more colors you can play with more patterns you can play with the silhouettes you can create horns you can create wings you can create like you know like the costume you can i don't know i think there's more and it's harder to hide things with blood there is no blood so <laughs> you have to make it look good and yeah. uh and then once once everything is put together your character just slowly comes to life after you start applying all the pieces one by one and it's a cool feeling you know like what's in your head and what's in real life you're just you just kind of made a child almost and you know in a weird way that's what art is you're making something out of nothing it's like your children it's what's gonna stay in this world after you're gone you know, it's your little, your footprint in the world. Yeah, and, and do you ever find, like, sometimes it's hard to, what, like, what exactly inspired it? It's just, like, it kind of comes. Oh, I'm inspired by so many things. That's why yeah. I, it's really important for me to, like, you know, like, to, uh, like, feed my focus and work on my surroundings. Like, even with social media, everyone has their own relationship with social media. Um, you know, people don't know uh how how to handle it especially nowadays some people don't want anything to do with it you know but it's like i'm always trying to 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 narrow my focus like i don't like following friends that post selfies or post what they ate today i will only follow people that like post art and post things that i want to do like post special effects makeup so therefore when i do log on to instagram and i'm scrolling scrolling all i see is art 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 so that way i'm always staying focused you know and and that's the beauty about social media is that you can mute people if you want to. <laughs> yeah. So you oh, you so you don't want it to become a distraction, like. Yeah. Yeah, here. it's so easy for it to become a distraction, and it's like I fall victim. Well, I I I do that. I'm guilty of it too. Isn't everybody nowadays? But if there's any way to just kind of like, uh, to to narrow it down a little bit, and just so that way you're more cautious of what you know what you're spending your time on and where your where your focus is it'll help a lot, you know? Yeah. And, always, and use it for good instead. Like, yeah. Guess, always know. finding ways to stay inspired and like save other people's work for your, for references in the future. I'm always looking at like, 
different references. I'm always like staring at old people. I love the way that their wrinkles go. <laughs> you know, there's so much you can learn by just kind of like saving all these uh, references. I save makeups, I save like different uh, molding, you know, techniques, you know. So I have folders and folders and folders of just different things I save. And I don't think we had that privilege, you know, I don't think our parents or our grandparents before that had that privilege as we do now. So I think it's like one of the ways to make the best of it. If you want to keep moving forward and stay motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess, did that become tedious? Like finding like different things to go like at first, was it like tedious at first, like find all the different like things you need to buy to make the different projects or um you know what not really because uh once you're coming across a lot of artwork you just start saving one by one and you just kind of categorize them a little bit and uh it just keeps growing and growing every day so it's not like i'm done adding to it it's always i'm always going to be adding stuff to it and i even like run another page on facebook called inspire me so i just post like really cool artwork um, just to kind of keep people motivated and to keep people like moving forward and like encouraged to like make cool stuff because I know sometimes like it's really hard to stay motivated in this industry <laughs> but if there's anything that we can do to help each other out you know always good to to do that yeah because sometimes it's like you don't see the rewards right away and everything like we were saying yeah, yeah exactly exactly and it's always, it's so easy to get discouraged, like, especially as an artist, you're always beating yourself up, like, if you're ever good enough, you know, so it's like, at the end of the day, just keep making art, you know, worst comes to worst, the worst it could do is suck, you know, but every <laughs> bad artist makes art, just keep making art, you know, yeah. nothing should stop you. Yeah, exactly, and, and there's always going to be ones, like, you don't feel too good about, or maybe but it's like, at least you're doing it. Even yeah, if it makes exactly. Yeah. And like, don't they say like, I was listening to a podcast about screenwriting and they were saying just like sit down every day and like focus seven minutes a day on just writing. Just start off minimum seven minutes. It can turn into a half hour. It can stay seven minutes, but at the same time, you're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're not forcing, but like, uh, what's that word? You're disciplining yourself. To, to create habits that are going to be helping you in the future and that's really important if you want to be successful is consistency yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah and, it, and it's interesting with writing though because like sometimes like i don't know the story kind of writes itself if like you have the characters like i don't know like when i was working on the script like certain like things came together i'm like oh this was like i didn't even know that story like was it it's like it had a life of its own kind of but i'm sure it's yeah. with like other things too but yeah no, sometimes stories do that to you and, and uh it's it's cool <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> it can it can it can uh push you to like to to think a certain way and it's it's really awesome yeah all right and, and you and you uh well you said there's a lot we didn't cover so now you kind of challenged me now i gotta like okay, yeah, yeah. see what Hang else there is to uncover okay all right um so i guess I don't know. Like, uh, just, uh, I guess, like, what, where can people keep updated? Or, well, I mean, that's not really, that's, that's more like wrapping up kind of stuff. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if, if anybody wants to check out my work, it's uh, Beatrice Sniper.com. Uh, or if my Instagram is BEA Sniper, or as I like to say, 
he, a sniper, he, he, a sniper. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, I feel like that's the best, nowadays is the best way to contact me. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good name for like ours, the Beecher's Sniper. So like, yeah, sniper, that's, yeah, that's my real name. I, know, I didn't nice. change it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just put Sean K because like Sean Niece, like I feel like it doesn't look like it's Niece, so like Sean K is like catchier, but it's still Sean Niece, but hey whatever works you know yeah Yeah. oh and is there anybody that like that you have a dream to work with that'd be an interesting thing to well obviously i would love to work with like the major people in the industry i want to work with the big boys in hollywood (laughs) who doesn't you know um but honestly i I, like i eventually would love to start my own company and just like create kick-ass effects (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's fine yeah (laughs) Yeah, I I just leave like the curses and stuff in, so it's good. Okay, great. Yeah, it's BS bullshitting with Sean Neese. So. There you go, that works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that seems to be like, and a lot of people want to go that route, you know, like kind of their own business. Like I want to make the this like a podcast network and stuff too, so we'll see. Oh, for sure, for sure. And it's like nowadays, like most of the people in the special effects industry are like, I don't know, men. And I guess there's a lot, there can be a lot of sexism in the industry as well. So, but slowly, like girls are slowly walking their way into the special effects industry. So, I mean, I think it would be cool because like, I know I applied to some places and, um, you know, and they didn't really take me in because being a female, they expect me to only do beauty makeup, but I don't do beauty makeup. (laughs) (laughs) I know how, but I don't take on those jobs. So it's funny because people automatically assume that I, I, when I say makeup artist, you know, I do beauty, but I, I don't. But, um, but at the same time, it has lost me a couple of jobs because of that. So it's, it's, it's frustrating, but, you know, working my way to changing that. And yeah. that's why I would love to have a company that just like supports all kinds of any gender, as long as you're good and you're nice. a human being. <laughs> Yeah, and, and actually, I was thinking that because I, I would think horror, especially, would have like a lot of sexism in it, like just because like yeah. some of the movie, a lot of the movies is like the you know the woman running around and being chased, and well, at least slasher movies are like that. I'm not a big, I never really been a big slasher guy, but Same. I like yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's why I'm like, if I had to pick between gore and like like monsters, it'd be monsters because yeah. I feel like gore is a lot of slasher. Um, you know, which again, I love both worlds. I like that I can change it up, um, but I really love creature design. Well, I like like the old uh, like Peter Jackson, like the first films he did, like Dead Alive and uh, uh, what was it, Bad Taste? He did with like the yeah. aliens and like yeah, like that anything, kind of fun stuff. Yeah, anything that Clive Barker made. <laughs> oh yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Hellraiser. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and you mentioned John Carpenter. Uh, he's like more sci-fi, but I'm a big. Uh, john carpenter fan too oh john carpenter is amazing yeah. and, uh they live i think is my well they live in escape from new york are like two of my favorite books. i did a body paint of of uh the characters from they live it's so funny oh nice yeah nice. like roddy cool. piper or like or like the alien face yeah well yeah nice. whatever the pop zombie the blue <laughs> yeah <laughs> so any final thoughts or things you'd like to say I can't think of anything. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, is this uh, for like a film audience or or? Uh... It it kind of goes like in a different, like people with different creative outlets. It's been a wide 
range, but I have like a certain style I do. So, I mean, there's a lot of filmmakers who listen. So there's oh, people, okay. creative people, different creative passions. It's, uh, I got you. I mean, yeah. in that case, I, mean, I think the only thing I can say, basically, only thing I can say is uh, never stop creating. Just keep doing you. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's the only way. Or, or as Dory says, it just keeps winning. Just keeps winning. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, that's a good uh, final thought. Well, and then, and then you put me on the spot earlier with the, like, yeah. there's so much we haven't covered, so. It's we, true, and yeah. I could sit here and, like, talk about all kinds of really awesome things, like, nonstop, but, uh, you know, I'm sure you can, too. Yeah, um, that's so why I like the, those are the episodes I like the most, where it goes into different kind of crazy stuff, so, yeah. Yeah, for sure, I can tell. Yeah, but, um, yeah, well, it was nice to, uh, oh, I dropped the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to uh, meet you and all that and uh thanks for coming on the show thank so. you so much for having me and i hope you have a lovely day you too and uh if you want to keep updated with future bsing with sean k i'm on spotify itunes or wherever you get your podcasts and uh that's about it for this episode i'll catch you on the next bsing with Ooh. bsing with